sorry for the slightly bland backdrop. I'm in a Southeast Asian hotel. Uh, not the most interesting setting, but uh, well, I can still get my message across. So I want to talk about um, uh, a, a principle. I don't know how much of a classical principle it is because I never really heard it anywhere other than from one of my uh, teachers that was very, very clear on it and would uh, drum this into me. Um, and it was a phrase that he was explaining from uh, Qigong. And I, I've always found it really helpful. And that phrase is shen up qi down, or shen up qi sinks, actually, is a more accurate uh, definition or, or more accurate translation of it. But shen up qi down. Some people will have heard a similar phrase, which is bones up, flesh down, which is more from <laughs> Tai Chi, a sort of physical principle of opening the spaces within the body to create a stretch. This is a little different. Shen up qi down. Is, was very much something that they wanted me to understand or the teacher wanted me to understand in order to essentially separate uh, two facets um, of practice. Um, so Shen, we'll look at first. Shen is, is obviously a multifaceted term. It can be used in many, many ways. Often when people talk about Shen, they're talking about something very uh, spiritual. Chinese medical practitioners, when they talk about Shen, aren't necessarily talking about that. They might be talking about the kind of vitality of your mental activity. Um, and, and other times people will talk about Shen and they talk about it as an aspect of intellect. It's really dependent, um, it's very dependent upon the, uh, and, and upon the way it's being uh, used. The context makes a difference to this term. Now in this particular version of teachings, this particular teaching, the Shen they're referring to is um, a kind of sharpness of your intellect and awakeness of the mind. So not necessarily something divine, but if I were to be very alert and very up and very uh, animated and aware of everything and very crisp with my movements, that would be Shen up according to this particular context. So the alertness of Shen as they're using it here uh, is, is a kind of a quality that's vital for many things such as martial arts, um, for uh, Negong, for life, <laughs> living, dealing with the outside world. Okay, but it, the opposite of a, a shen up would be shen down, very sedated, very slow, very low, very lethargic, kind of switching off, not really aware of my surroundings, a bit dull. That would be the opposite. That would be shen down, okay, in this context. Qi in this context means basically what your energy in your body is stimulating. So qi up, Okay, would be stimulating, similar to Chinese medicine, stimulating my emotional state. So if my qi were to rise, the idea would be that it would essentially, this energy focal point would be around my chest, which would stimulate a lot of emotional activity. And if it was in my head, it would stimulate a lot of mental activity. This is what qi up would be. Yeah. So that's not that different from Chinese medicine, isn't it? If you know much about how they talk about Chinese medicine, when they talk about the um, essentially energy or qi or yang or whatever, moving up fire within the body, reaching the heart, it can create anxieties and emotional expressions. And if it reaches the head, it can create a lot of mental activity, okay? Uh, so the same, yeah? But the qi, when it is down, means that your emotions settle and your mind settles. And essentially, the qi can start to build inside the dantian. And so you can charge up the battery. So I just reiterate that. Qi up would be mental and emotional stimulation. Emotional stimulation, definitely. Qi down would be out of your emotions, out of the mind. Everything is settled. No pulling towards hyper-reactivity. And the qi is building inside the abdominal space. Okay. 
So the phrase is shen up qi dan, meaning that we must be able to make the mind alert and your awareness very sharp and your mental energy very, very crisp. But at the same time, the qi is down, meaning you're not emotional, you're not reactive, you're not um, majorly hyperactive within the mind, not, you know, you're very structured in your thought, you're not distracted, and the qi is building inside the abdominal space. So the point of the principle, which is something that I've shared a lot when I'm teaching, um, my students are sick of me <laughs> saying to this, probably, I have a few of these little phrases. I have, a, I have quite a lot, actually. The, the number of short phrases is, is growing, um, which means makes me very repetitive when I teach, but never mind. Uh, more pity for them. But the idea is that if you have your shen up and your qi down, this is the best um, sort of beginner's level or foundational state in order to accumulate qi um, and to maintain alertness within your mind. So the basis of what you need for qigong. Now, of course, this is a foundation principle. So people will then take that further and talk about emptiness and things like this. But I am referring to a foundational principle that in my experience, I think most people or a lot of people are missing. They miss the point. They don't understand this kind of distinction between the two. So the way to understand it is to understand that generally in this context of Shen and Qi, your Shen and your Qi tend to move together. So what happens is when people raise their Shen, they raise their Qi. And when people sink their Qi, they sink their Shen. Okay, so they move together. So normally people are either living in Shen up, Qi up, or Qi down, Shen down. <laughs> Not these two poles pulling apart, Shen up, Qi down. So if I were to have uh, Shen up, Qi up, what that would mean would be the more alert I become, the more animated, the more sharpness there is to my mental activity, the more my energy will follow. So then the more emotional and the more um, hyper-stimulated and, and emotionally reactive and all of those things I'm going to become. Now, a lot of people live in that state. So a lot of people... I think in life, not just in practice, in life in general, you know, and I think Chinese medical practitioners will probably agree to this to a certain extent, that a lot of people have never experienced being animated and being alert without being in fight or flight, hyper-emotional, hyper-stressed. Now, sometimes people would disagree with that, but then actually if you look at how people live and maybe look at yourself, like what happens in order for you to become up. When do you become up? You become up when you're stressed. You become up when there's something I've got to take care of. You become up when you're angry. You become up when you're reactive. You become up when you're seeing that thing on social media that pisses you off. You become up when that obnoxious English fucker is there talking to you on the social media again. You know, that's what happens. You, you go up with your reactivity. Yeah? And essentially what that means is the energy is moving away from the Dantian and it is moving into the chest region. You are leaking the body. You are stressing out the adrenals hyping up the energy system, making your body too yang, okay? And a lot of people live like that. I think that even if you look at some of the more uh, well-known, I suppose they are now, aren't they, sort of social media influencers that are very animated and very powerful and always telling you how to be a real man and how to do real things. Like, a lot of those people, if you see, I would say that they are quite often shen up, chi up. So it means they're very alert and they're very animated, they're very charismatic, they're very capable of getting you to listen to their message, but they're also very emotional and often very in denial of it because they will say, oh, I'm not emotional, I'm a alert, I'm a powerful, strong person, but actually uh, what they mean is I'm not sad. Like That's what they're equating their emotions with. They're, they're saying they're not emotional because they're not sad. Actually, they're quite angry. Actually, they're quite 
paranoid. Actually, they're quite uh, manipulative. There's, there's a, a tendency to want to dominate, and they're hyper-reactive as well. And, and reactivity is very much a sign of cheat up. And you can see that whenever somebody who has this alert, I'm the boss kind of energy is challenged in some way, immediately snap and switch into fight mode, which means they're in an emotional state. They're in an emotionally reactive state. Um, and the more emotionally reactive you are, the easier you are to control, to be perfectly honest. So therefore, I would say there's even an agenda amongst certain groups and certain influences to maintain your chi up because reactivity is easy to manipulate. So that's shen up and, and chi up. The opposite is qi goes down, because that's normally what leads. Qi goes down, all the energy settles down, you know, and you can even see when I do it, my body, it just kind of goes, it collapses. And then shen goes down with it. Shen will follow, meaning that the more I sink my qi, the more relaxed I become, the more subdued I become, the more switched off I become, the less alert I become. So I start to move out of my emotional reactivity. I become a bit more chilled, like a surfer dude with a bongo hanging out in some hippie coastal town or something, you know, and, and, and as the chi goes down here and I start to sort of chill out and go down, I lose that crispness. I lose that sharpness. Now, again, this is what a lot of people do because when they start to relax and chill and they lay down and they let the chi sink down to here, or maybe they're doing a practice and they're bringing their chi down, you know, away from the heart, then their voice becomes like this and they're not, they're a bit more docile, you know, because the shen is down too. Now, the problem with this one is, well, it makes you less emotionally reactive, sure, um, and it makes you much calmer, makes you more subdued, but it makes you less alert, less crisp, less sharp with your mind. So, maybe you can think of like how people could live in this state, right, or how a lot of people could be, because they can, a lot of people will either live between switched off, end of day, in it, <laughs> chi down, oh, day's been crap, I hate my job, oh, I just want to go to sleep, you know what I mean, like, Chi is sunk, Shen is sunk, switched off. I just want to ignore the world. I don't want to be aware of stuff. I just want to, and that's how they are, you know. That's Shen down, Chi down. And then something happens, and their Chi rises, and they become very alert, They're like a prairie dog popping out of the ground. You know, all of a sudden, that energy is there. They're crisp, they're sharp, but they're angry, or they're stressed, or they're controlling, or they're emotionally reactive. That's the other state people live in. And I think people switch between them. They often even use stimulants to get there, don't they? bang down a couple of black coffees <laughs> to raise the chi and raise the shen, you know, to make me alert and reactive and then, and then at the end of the day chill. And, and those two poles are where people are swinging between. Now the issue is that we want shen up and chi down because this is the optimal way for the chi to build because when the chi sinks down to the abdomen, what we want is absolute alertness with the mind so that I'm constantly attentively aware of what's taking place inside that space. Now, the key quality to that is attention, attentiveness. Now, if you think about attention, if you're attentive, you're aware of everything, right? If I'm very attentive to these movements in this area, whatever they might be, there's nothing there, I don't know. I don't know why in my mind I pictured an ant farm and I'm being very attentive to the ant farm. Why I would do such a thing or why that popped into my head, I don't know. But I'm very attentive to all these things. That means if I'm very attentive, I know everything that's going on. I'm aware of every little bit, which means my shen has to be up. But at the same time, when my shen is up, I shouldn't be emotionally reactive. I shouldn't be angry about stuff. I shouldn't let these movements that I'm aware of pull me out of my center all the time, right? But I want it up so that I can be attentive to what's taking place. And I want the qi down. And this is the basis for lots of qigong practice. 
isn't it? That the qi sinks to the dantian and the shen is sharp and attentive to this area, meaning the body is upright, the mind is upright, the spirit is upright, I'm attentive to that space. I have pulled the qi and the shen apart within this context of the saying. If I do the opposite and I sink the qi down and then my mind goes docile, a lot of people would do qigong here, you know. A lot of people do tai chi there. <laughs> Falling asleep. It's okay, but uh, I shouldn't mock it because it is all right. It's relaxing, but you're not attentive because you're not alert. So therefore, you miss lots of the processes that take place. Now, ultimately, what's important is not the feeling of the process, but actually the more attentive I am to it, the more that there's something takes place, a synergy, a mixing between my mental fluid and the energy that is produced within my body. It's a kind of, um, at least a surface energetic aspect of what they're talking about with fire and water starting to mix, or Shiva and Shakti starting to relate to one another. Yes, definitely not the deepest level of those things, definitely not, but a kind of superficial surface entry level aspect to it. And when those two things combined, certainly, that's the basis of alchemy, isn't it? Combining things within the body to convert them into something else. So this transformation can take place and it speeds you through. And I, I've, I've had people that I've taught like this, you know, that have tried to fill up the Dantian and they struggle for years because they're just very, very docile, you know. So then they've not got the correct mental quality. The chi is down, the shen is down. And I've had other people that I teach that it's very up, very emotionally reactive and very cerebral. And then they're always the same. I can't feel the chi. The chi isn't real. I'm into thinking about my chi. And then I get angry because the chi winds me up. Like the shen is up and the chi is up. So they're not going to get it either. And, and actually within a class of people practicing qigong, the ones who have chi down and shen down are the ones who struggle. The ones who have shen up and chi up are the ones that struggle. The ones that understand this separation of the two they're the ones that really progress very quickly and the cheese starts to build inside the body. So that's how important this principle is. Now, the other thing I see is because shen up, chi down is uh, not something that's particularly difficult after you've got used to this concept. And as much as anything, even knowing the concept, even knowing it before you've even done anything else, already starts something inside you to understand it. Not like auto-suggestion, but just like, just, I don't know, there's a, there's a thing that happens that if your brain understands something, if you understand, then you'll kind of start to move in that direction. And of course, you assist it because we use our body as a trigger. So what we do is we maintain the uprightness in the body, the extension of the head, the dropping of the pelvis away from the occiputs in some traditions, the, the sticking up of the crown. Like different traditions have different ways of doing it, sustaining this vertical posture that a lot of people accidentally lose in the Qigong. But that vertical posture maintains the, the alertness. What I do with my body becomes expressed in my mind. And then at the same time, we release incrementally the tension in all of the regions on the inside of the torso. So that diaphragm has to do that and whatever that tension here has to do that and all the tension here has to go till the chi inside starts to sink down towards the dantian. And we don't allow our posture to follow. We just keep the posture up and let the chi sink. And we increasingly stabilize the awareness into the body which will also start to separate the two. The stabilization of the awareness into the body over periods of time will take the awareness out of your emotions, out of your thoughts, and into a stable-ish structure. And as we do this, the depersonalization of what we're paying attention to means that the qi will start to sink down towards the dantian. Now you will get qi going down and shen going up, right? Now you won't start to talk like you just come out of Woodstock and dropped 
fucking tons of drugs. Like that's not going to happen. The docile nature is not going to be there. And at the same time, when you're up and you're animated, you're not going to be emotional. You're not going to be angry. You're going to have energy. You're going to be attentiveness, but you're not going to be reactive. Yeah. And that to me is the prime quality we need for Qigong. It's a little different for meditation, admittedly, but for Qigong, definitely. So I would expect a uh, you know, a Qigong practitioner to be animated, alert, but depersonalized from their emotions and able to sink their energy down into that space to pull these two poles apart. And this establishing of this separation of one aspect of yin and yang is really what gives you entry into these arts to make them work. This is where your listening ability, your attentiveness becomes very, very high and your energy building becomes very, very high. Your vitality becomes very, very high. But no matter what other people might think, your emotions are uh, there, you're aware of them, but you're not led by them. You know, you never get rid of your emotions. You're never led by them. You're not reactive to them, meaning you can remain very centered in yourself, less controlled, less pulled out from your state, and, and less unpleasant to people, let's be honest. So people don't get this. People don't understand this, you know, and I think this is how I can see it. We only know what we can do, or and that's not true, is it? We often only know what we can do. There's that sort of empathetic side of it. I wouldn't say I was completely unable to empathize with things I haven't experienced, but obviously it's much easier for me to project my own experiences onto other people if I wish to understand them. So I've noticed one thing that happens is if you are very alert and very sharp and very animated, because this is up, a lot of people will be nervous of you. I've noticed when I teach, I'm in a Qigong class, Maybe maybe people think it's a meditation class or something, you know, so they respect him or something. And, and of course, I'm there on the stage or whatever, talking or in front of class, and I'm just very animated. I talk with my hands, and I'm very abrupt and sharp, and blah, blah, blah. I'm telling jokes, and I'm, I'm a, I know what's going on in the class. And I will see people who aren't used to me nervous. They're backing off. And I, I've had to learn over the years that actually that's because so few people have experienced being up and alert and energized without being emotional that they don't realize it's possible to do. So therefore, they assume you're being emotional. They project onto it. So I finished classes like that before, and I've had a whale of a time. I've had a great time. I've had a laugh. I've had a joke. We've all done some practice together. I've enjoyed being there in the room. I think it's all been really cool. And then afterwards, people have been like, wow, you were really angry in that class. And I was thinking, not at all. I had a whale of a time. I was having so much fun in there. No, no, not angry at all. And yet at the other time, the other end of the spectrum, I have... Um, made an error, sunk the chi, maybe I've been tired, you know, happens, I travel a lot, I'm in a hotel again, aren't I, teaching a lot, seminars tend to be a bunch of people, I've got a lot of stuff going on, you know, it, life is busy, I'm not complaining, I'm sure your life is equally as tiring as mine, but sometimes I'm tired, you know, and you go into the class and you, and you sink the chi and the shen goes with it, you know, shen goes with it and I become very docile and I teach a class very still in my body, uh, very still in my hands, but less awareness, you know, less energy. Uh, I probably sound more like a sort of conventional internal arts teacher or a spiritual teacher, a little bit more calm, a little bit more sedated. And then afterwards, people go, whoa, you were really in the zone there, weren't you? Actually, it's the opposite. <laughs> it's, it's wrong. I sunk the chi and sunk the shen. So the resultant quality was I was way less aware of what was going on inside my system, way less aware of what's going on inside the chi, way less aware of what was going on for people inside the class because I'd accidentally sunk my shen. But of course, people associate the sinking of chi with relaxation, and they assume that you're supposed to be docile when you're in this state, but it's not true. 
It's not true. So I do want to underline, though, that this is only an entry-level uh, mental state, a set of parameters that we want for energy work. It is a little different for meditation, although it's quite a lot different for meditation, although if you have this baseline quality within energy work, it does serve as a good foundation for the meditative mindset, because many people struggle with a meditative mindset, but if they could maintain this for a little while first, I think it would help them. It's also the same mindset that I use um, within arts like Taiji or Bagua, where I want my chin up, emotions not in play, because my chi is sunk down towards this center. So that shen up, chi down, pole, or, or set of poles becomes vitally important for many of the things I do. So just my thoughts while I'm sat here in this hotel. Um, yeah, I'll keep it brief. There's no need for me to talk about it anymore. I just wanted to introduce that concept, which to some of you will sound a bit mad and you won't really like it. You prefer everything a little bit more calm, a little bit centered, and I get it, that's cool. It's just not my jam. And some of you, uh, maybe it will resonate with a little bit and you can play with that concept a little bit to see if you can get that awareness and alertness at the same time as getting that chi to sink towards the dantian. Because trust me, that chi will build a lot faster. <laughs>